Hi, thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Kim Hicks, Vice President of Business Development with the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing. I am so excited to present to you, alongside our new Diamond Apacan business partner, ShiftKey, a three-part staffing series titled New Year, New Way, Using Technology to Supplement Staffing. So just a little bit about ShiftKey. ShiftKey provides an innovative solution to today's staffing challenges by providing a true online marketplace for posting and finding open shifts, as well as verifying credentials, conducting background checks, and more. ShiftKey removes friction and makes it simple for healthcare facilities and providers to connect. All right, so joining us today, we have two very insightful guests. First, we have Brandon Tappan with ShiftKey. Brandon is a licensed nursing home administrator of over 15 years. He holds active licenses in Colorado and Texas, but has spent the 12 years prior to joining ShiftKey leading large multi-facility, multi-state operations across the post-acute healthcare space. He progressed to the role of president of operations at senior care centers. During his tenure there, he helped that organization grow to become the largest skilled nursing provider in Texas. He has also held executive leadership roles at Kindred and most recently Stonegate Senior Living. And we also have Faggy Morgenstern joining us today. And Faggy has more than 15 years of experience in employee operations. She has extensive knowledge of best practices in labor management. Her passion and commitment to efficiency and cost containment drives her ability to bring value to organizations and help them run more effectively through ongoing management and procurement of staffing agency contracts along with labor monitoring. All right, so I am so excited to jump into this really important series. So part one, what's different now and why should facilities use technology to supplement staff? So Faggy, we are gonna start with you for our first question. So I wanna start with the overall idea of supplementing clinical staff. And really why should facilities supplement their full-time staff and what can we do differently? Well, this is a great question. So, you know, having the ability to be able to grow and maintain your operation is super important. And being able to have partnerships with a technology platform and various different organizations allows for facilities to be able to accommodate increased census, you know, peak time off periods, et cetera. So being able to supplement your staff will help ensure that you have the ability to have an ongoing increased census, maintain the day-to-day -day operations within your organization. And Brandon, did you have anything that you wanted to add to that? You know, Figgy's right. I mean, being an administrator before, and especially now, you know, the needs are so different from day to day and week to week. And it's such a dynamic staffing need. You know, you may be in a wave of a pandemic one week and then you're meeting unmet need in the community with increased census the next. And it's just very challenging for facilities to maintain a, a stable staff. 
Oh, I agree. You know, I want to talk about staffing shortages really cause burnout. And the burnout at the facility level is real. It truly impacts people. And being able to supplement your staff will allow for organizations to have way more efficiency in their day-to-day staffing and will help ensure proper and consistent resident care. You know, staff having to constantly pick up double shifts in order to maintain staffing levels that are even at minimum capacity, that's what's needed, you know, is something that it's hard. You know, working in healthcare is hard enough as is. Having to pull all these mandatory overtime or these double shifts is really causing a burnout that's unfortunately causing staff to want to leave this industry and being able to circumvent this burnout and by supporting the facilities with supplemental staff is a great way to be able to help ensure that we don't have that continue to happen in the capacity it's at right now. Right and just back to the effects of the pandemic you know as you have staff out healing the need for that temporary staff to help support your facility during that time is important And again, as census starts to rebound, it's a difficult hiring market, we know, and that takes some time. And so as an operation, you don't want to stop the ability to meet your community's needs to take new admissions. And that's just another way that outside assistance can help your facility, you know, meet its commitment to the community. Yeah, and even building off of what Brandon is saying, you know, being able to have an entire company behind the scenes outside of your current facility, right? You have an HR person and your team within your organization that's helping with recruitment by expanding that resource to other outside organizations that support supplemental staffing. It allows you to be able to have way more of a reach to be able to get candidates to come in and work at your organization, regardless if they're internal or external. The goal is always to ensure proper and strong resident care and being able to expand your resource and your network of who's able to come into your facility organization by using these supplemental staffing agencies are really, really important so that, you know, you actually have the reach to ensure that week to week you have the staffing levels that you're needing to be at and not having to struggle day to day shift to shift anymore the way many organizations are currently doing it. Exactly. And Brandon, you know, coming from ShiftKey, why use technology versus that traditional agency to supplement your clinical staff? Yeah, thanks, Kim. I mean, firstly, it addresses a macroeconomic driver, right? The COVID pandemic has accelerated this shift in the American workforce towards what's frequently thought of as a gig economy, and that's moving now into the healthcare sector. Next, I'd say that it's efficient. You know, technology can source needs and pair those with credential requirements tirelessly, you know, 24-7. A staffing coordinator, you know, on their available time can access a platform from a mobile app and input their entire schedule gaps really quickly, thus eliminating that back and forth calling to source a need one requisition at a time with traditional agencies. Giving that time back to that scheduling coordinator to focus on their job, maintaining as low overtime as they can, addressing the burnout on their team, controlling their team's ability to fill their schedule and retaining as the best they can and maximize the labor force that they do have in their facility. Next, I'd say cost. You know, there's no 13-week contracts, there's no surge pricing, no overtime, no differentials, and 
these wild shift bonuses that I hear about in facilities to meet their desperate needs, no tax and benefit costs, et cetera. Facilities set their own rate, you know, in lieu of benefits and let the vastness of a network find local providers that that works for. Yeah, we've seen a tremendous impact in being able to see that, you know, having a platform as opposed to a traditional agency that's sending emails, the overhead on the amount of people they would need in order to accommodate the volume we can do on a platform is so different and therefore they need to work off of different margins. And at the end of the day, by platforms being able to reduce what they're charging the facility, we're able to have more cost sustainable or, you know, more sustainable labor overall in that regard that is coming at a price point that's affordable rather than, you know, we have to charge more money because we have to reach out to people in a very tedious manner. It allows us to also oversee data way more effectively in that, you know, which organization is doing good in that regard that they're posting their shifts timely and therefore their fill rates are strong or which ones are waiting to post their shifts for this weekend on a Thursday, right? Kind of hard to be able to ensure proper consistent staffing when you don't have the tools you need to even see what's happening within your organization and platforms, you know, like ShiftKey and several others that are out there really allow for you to have that kind of visibility. You know, it's something that the traditional agency could support certain aspects of it, but nothing close to the amount of capacity that an organization that uses a platform can. So it's been really important for us to be able to see the data so that we could understand, you know, where to gauge our recruitment efforts within the facility level, right? So it allows us to really see overall what the needs are at the facility level, who's posting them, how far out in advance are they posting them, what our fill rates are like, where we have to put more effort into ensuring that we do what we need to do as an organization at the facility level, you know, but also work more closely as a partnership with the vendor, you know, such as the platform itself to say, how can we have more effective success with these things that are not efficient? And it really helps streamline the efficiency by being able to communicate and work together as a partnership with an organization like ShiftKey. You know, I want to back up to one thing. And one of the things that I'm hearing is that the cost, whether it's time, contracting, I mean, you're saving a lot. But I do want to back up to one thing that Brandon mentioned, which Brandon and I have had great conversations about, is the gig economy. And I just want to back up because for those listening that may be a little unsure of what this is, I'd love to have, Brandon, you just elaborate a little bit on what this is so everybody understands. Because this is real. My son is a gig kid, I call him, um, in his young 20s. So I'd love to hear you really dig a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, sure, Kim. I mean, I think listeners are familiar with companies like Uber and Lyft. I mean, a gig economy is simply a labor market where freelance, temporary, or independent contract work is common. And there's a percentage of the workforce that has that option and prefers to work at least some of their time in that way versus a full-time traditional employment model. You know, I was just talking to an operator friend of mine actually this week. She has a background in human resources and I thought put this well. You know, the workforce is always dictated changes, you know, from an expectation of benefits many years ago to blue jeans being commonplace in the workforce today. Much of today's workforce is clear that they value flexibility and choice and self-determination, and that's available now in the healthcare space with technology like this. 
where nurses and aides can use their professional credentials much the same way an Uber or a Lyft driver uses their driver's license. And that's here to stay. It is. And you know, I'm hoping that we can get to a point where we do have those amazing nurses that want to work the more traditional schedules that have those amazing relationships with our residents. But then we have, you know, the gig kids, the gig nurses that want to go ride their bikes at Moab for a week and then they want to work for two weeks. But those, you know, the Utah nurses that want to ride their bikes for a couple of weeks, they want to keep coming back and look for those shifts at those same nursing homes and that we welcome them. So it is here to stay and it's just a new way to look at it. So it's kind of exciting though, to be able to fill those spaces that they need filled in the nursing homes. It's fascinating to watch some of these providers, you know, in compact states, for example, be licensed in Texas. And just as you said, they have a sister in Denver and gonna go spend a month with their sister. And while they're there, earn some extra money. Exactly. And by doing so, coming off of expanding the workforce that would have otherwise been available to that particular market in that community. I just want to touch on something else that you touched on there, and that's the continuity concern. And using a tech platform like ShiftKey, healthcare providers are sourced locally, and the facility gets choice in selecting the professionals that best fit their facility needs and expectations, and they can choose them time and time again, rather than the traditional use of an agency where that person calls, they work through their network, first person to take that shift gets assigned so they can work on the next requisition. The software provides tools that aid in this across different users. You know, you can flag good providers and exclude others that weren't a good fit for your facility from ever working future shifts. So you start to build really a pool for yourself that works for your facility. Yeah, absolutely. To piggyback off what Fran is saying, you know, a lot of these providers are moms of kids or, you know, a single parent homes in that regard that they really need a work-life balance so that they could be there for their kids and that they don't have to, you know, make sacrifices that they can't be there for them, you know, for a school play or being there for their soccer game. And having the gig economy allows them to work the shifts and hours that work for them so that they could best accommodate being able to have that really, really good balance so that they never have that issue of, you know, I have to make this major sacrifice for my kid's sake because I have to be at work. And I think that because many of the organizations are struggling on staffing, it sometimes has, you know, full-time staff feel obligated to show up and miss out on important events versus within the gig economy. It allows them to be a little bit more flexible about it. Doesn't mean they can't build relationships with the residents. We find that many of the staff like to come back to the same facilities that have treated them well, and they'll thus give them their availability proactively and we'll get the shifts posted out for them so that they could have that work-life balance while still coming back to help fill needs at the same facilities. You know, it's funny you were mentioning about the Denver and, and being able to go way out of town and Lots of these providers do go end up staying for the summer at a different location than where they normally live. And by using a platform that's available in so many states, it allows them to access. If you're going away for the month of August, then 
you could still be able to pick up work on the time that you're available, right? I only want to party at night, but I'm available all through the day, right? It's just as, you know, obviously we're not talking about uh, heavy duty party. I'm just kidding. But, you know, the, the point <laughs> is, is that you could still go away on vacation, but have time exactly. to go and pick up an eight hour shift if you wanted to. So it sort of pays for itself, right? It'll cover the cost of your hotel plus more if I'm able to have that balance. And therefore, we do see people coming in from out of town to pick up shifts at our organizations and they'll say, They'll call us up and say, we're here for the next eight weeks. You know, which facility do you prefer we work with? And, you know, we'll make sure that they acclimate well at that facility and that they could stay at the same facility for the entire time that they're there. Exactly. Well, with that said, we're going to close with your amazing last statements there and excited for our part two, which we will be having the same guests join us. So, with that, thank you both so much. This was really insightful, and I appreciate both of you joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having us.